coming up on One Day at a Time. And so there are going to be a lot of things that you think that you want to utilize your partner as your soundboard, but what you don't understand is that plenty of times, while your partner may be your best friend and your soundboard, they are also that guy at the nightclub checking IDs. (laughs) If you've been to a club, okay, you know that there are big men, okay, the bouncers checking IDs, seeing who can get admitted, seeing who needs to be kicked out, protecting everybody in the club. And that is who your partner is before they're your soundboard. And plenty of us become caught up in being offended that our partner doesn't understand and our partner doesn't support us, yada, yada, yada. When what you need to understand is that you probably shared way too soon. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Karina F. Daves. As a life coach, I love helping moms achieve their goals with grace. And what that means is that I love working with women and trying to figure out who the heck you were before you invested in all of these roles. Your roles as a mom, as a wife, as an entrepreneur in your nine to five job. Who the heck were you and where exactly did you freaking lose yourself? I love resurrecting the side of you that is just meant to shine. Because come on now, you were made for more. And listen, mama, if you're interested in a life coach and getting your life back, figuring out who you are at your core, If you're ready to learn how to create some boundaries from the toxic people that you need to create some distance from or completely disconnect, or even just creating boundaries with habits that no longer are serving you, you're just ready to get your freaking life back and live it to the fullest, then head over to my website and apply for us to work together through my private one-on-one coaching program. I cannot wait to hear from you. I can't wait to hear from you because at the end of the day, our shared experiences, our shared testimonies is what's really going to elevate and propel each other in our communities. This podcast, these blogs, these squares on Instagram that you see, they're all intended to build community and serve you. I could care less about the numbers. What I care about is providing value and building up women like you. Before we get started, if you're not following me on Instagram yet, head over to my handle at Karina F. Daves or on TikTok, also at Karina F. Daves. If you're interested in some freaking freebies like webinars and self-guided worksheets, then head over to my website at KarinaFDaves.com and download them and sign up for my listserv. My emails, I promise you, will make you feel like you're never alone, sis. And if you're enjoying this podcast, make sure you subscribe to it, leave me a review, and share it with all of your amigos. Do whatever you want with it, but know that this podcast is specifically made for you, for you to feel seen, for you to feel heard. It's all for you, mama. Te quiero con todo mi corazón. Hola amigos, ¿cómo estás? Welcome back to One Day at a Time with your host, me, Karina F. Daves, as we talk about boundaries with your husband. Girl, let me tell you, over the years I have had to set some boundaries in my household with my partner. Now listen, I love my husband so much. I really do. I think he's, I say it all the time. He's literally the sexiest man that I know. I love sleeping next to him every single day. He's so warm. He's also very hairless. (laughs) 
I love how soft he is. He gives the best hugs. I am married to literally my best friend. Is my husband my everything? No, Jesus is my everything. But I love my husband a lot. And I want to talk about today the top three boundaries that I had to have set with my husband over the last close to decade that we've been together. Next year, it will be 10 years that Terrence and I have been together. And Before I share with you boundaries, actually, no, I'm going to share with you a therapy story from this week, but I'll share it inside the boundaries. Okay. When I think about boundaries, I want you to understand something. Boundaries are a form of protection. You understand? And if you ask yourself, well, Karina, what am I protecting? You are protecting overall your purpose, your place where you live. You are protecting your people, you as a person, okay? You are protecting your privacy. So the privacy of your information, the privacy of the decisions that you make. And overall, you are protecting your purpose. So in your life what you want to do and what you feel God is calling you to do. You understand? And so when I talk about boundaries, I talk about it in the form of protection, protecting these things, protecting your peace, whatever that may be to you. Boundaries is a form of protection. Boundaries is your love language, baby. Okay. Boundaries is how you teach people how to treat you. You understand? So when you think about boundaries with your husband, with anybody, con tu mamá, con tu papá, con tu tía, con tu primo, with your neighbor down the block, I want you to understand that boundaries are meant to protect you. Don't fall victim to the fact that boundaries are something negative because they're not. So when I think about boundaries with my husband, I think about three things. Numero uno, boundaries with my joy. Mm. Because I kid you not, and let me get an AM, uh, um, let me get an amen right now in this live. If you can feel me, there are going to be days in your household where you're happy and spunky and you wake up feeling all good on a Saturday or on a Friday and your partner ain't. Your partner ain't in the mood. Your partner a little bit sad. Your partner is going through something, whatever that may be. And so you have to understand that there will always be, most of the time, different personalities coming to the front, all right? And so when I think about boundaries with my joy and my personality, I think about how when we moved in together. So we got married in October of 2012. And at the time, I was living in a town in Jersey called Highland Park. And when we got married, we couldn't move in together right away because I had to finish my lease. And so we were thinking about the possibility of staying in Highland Park because I worked in New Brunswick at the time. And so my husband had offered to me for me to come in, move with him in Union. And we went to high school in Union. Um, And for those that are not familiar with Jersey, Union is near Kenilworth, um, maybe like 10, 15 minutes from Newark Airport, um, towns like Irvington, Hillside, towns like that. And so I grew up in North Jersey in Lyndhurst and I was very familiar obviously with Union because I'd lived there too. And so I said to myself, not a problem, like I don't mind living there and us saving up for a home one day or a bigger apartment because I was in the um, apartment mindset, which is fine. And when I moved in with him, You know, my husband fell in love with a very like joyful, spunky, like, hi, right? Like everywhere I went, I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited to see you. And it's like the lady at Quick Check. (laughs) 
fully known like one other time but every time I was just excited to see that she was again on her shift and I wanted to greet her because you know what if you know the hello that day meant a lot to her and so when I moved in with my husband and he was able to just like when you move in together, you spend even more time together. You know what I'm saying? Like dating and then spending actual time together is totally different. Like when you live with each other versus when you date and you're not living with each other, those are two different like people that you get to see. So I remember when I moved in with my husband, he had known this spunky side of me, but as we were living together, he was very just... mm, pushy about the fact that I shouldn't be as joyful and happy when I was entering a lot of these spaces that may not always be in my favor. And what I mean by that is like, he was like, you know, don't always like say good morning and be like, hi, because then like you'll, you won't be able to see if like somebody's, you know, gonna, um, you know, take something from you or something is set up in the place against you, or, you know, you shouldn't say hi to people that don't say hi back. Like he He was just very much in this like protective mode and in some way he had made up in his mind that I would get hurt if I was joyful and people weren't joyful back but God didn't create me like that you understand like I never serve expecting to be served back so like if I hold the door for you or if I say good morning and none of those things are reciprocated like I could give two craps I don't care because my personality and my heart is to serve even in leadership I serve with the mentality of servant leadership so anyways my husband in that moment I remember for years like just always pinning it into my mind like listen we live near other cities where it may not be as safe for you to be all like hello And I never saw it that way. And so I sort of agreed to it and I summoned to it and I kind of felt like I lost myself. Like I lost that like spunky side of me. Like now I became super guarded and I didn't like that. And um, a couple years in, maybe like year five, I remember I said to him, you know, I'm just going to go back to being my true self. And my husband was like, what do you mean? I was like, I'm not really just going to like act guarded all the time. Like I know that I'm not super street smart, but at the end of the day, like if it's meant to be for me to die, then it's meant to be. <laughs> and whoever's listening right now is probably like, Karina, you are freaking crazy. But what I'm telling you is that like, I just didn't feel authentic being guarded all the time you know what I mean like it didn't serve me to be guarded all the time and my husband needed for me to set a boundary with him when it came to my joy and my personality because the things that he wanted for me was really changing the way I showed up the way I treated my own boss the way I treated my team you know we just worked in two different environments and we're just our DNA is just set up differently and so one of the things I want to offer you is to think about your partner and the boundaries that you want to set up and if possibly you have to set some boundaries around your personality and who you are and boundaries with your joy and how you show up and are you showing up to please the protective side of your partner or are you showing up as you like the real real you you understand numero dos I said boundaries with my success let me tell you what I mean by that 
my success and the things that I'm building and the, th- and the ideas that I have. What I want you to understand is that your partner loves you a lot. <laughs> and because they love you so much, they constantly think about protecting you and they think about the risks that you're trying to take. And so, for example, I can go and tell my husband, I want to launch a food business. And while my husband, deep down in his heart, loves me, he will still present all of the blockages as if it may not work out, right? And so I've learned over the years that when it comes to the success that I have or the dreams or the choices that I want to make, I am very low key. I don't give all the information and you want to know why? Because I actually don't have all the answers myself. And so there are going to be a lot of things that you think that you want to utilize your partner as your soundboard, but what you don't understand is that plenty of times while your partner may be your best friend and your soundboard, they are also that guy at the nightclub checking IDs. (laughs) If you've been to a club, okay, you know that there are big men, okay, the bouncers checking IDs, seeing who can get admitted, seeing who needs to be kicked out, protecting everybody in the club. And that is who your partner is before they're your soundboard. And plenty of us become caught up in being offended that our partner doesn't understand and our partner doesn't support us, yada, yada, yada. When what you need to understand is that you probably shared way too soon. Hey mama, if you're interested in a life coach or getting your freaking life back and figuring out who you are at your core, if you're ready to learn how to create some boundaries from all these toxic people and you just need to create some distance or completely disconnect from them and you're ready to live your life to the fullest, then head over to my website and apply for us to work together to my private one-on-one coaching program. I seriously cannot wait to hear from you. I can't wait to hear from you because at the end of the day, it's these experiences, these testimonies that really elevate and uplift each other in our communities. And if you're looking for some dope freebies, also head over to my website at KarinaFDays.com and download the freebies there on webinars, how to start a podcast. I give you my top 10 tips and even a self audit to actually analyze where you are in your life and if you've lost yourself. Te quiero mucho, chica. Hope to hear from you soon. You see, when you are sharing things with your partner, you need to understand that you are you are sharing not with your biff. Like your partner isn't just your biff. Your partner is like your 50% financial planner. The person that like, for me, like provided the sperm to make the baby. So he's my baby daddy. Like he is all these things. You understand? So like they can't just serve as a soundboard. They have to be more than that. They feel drawn to protect you. They feel drawn to tell you how everything could go wrong while at the same time being like, but I support you. And then you're stuck with the offense, right? And so what I want to offer you is to think about the boundaries that you need to create with your success and the things that you have and the ideas that you want to build. I'm not saying like keep everything secret. No, understand me correctly. What I'm saying to you is to think twice about 
what information you do share and at what stage. So what I've learned, I'm going to tell you a secret. What I've learned personally that's worked in my marriage is that I'll come up with an idea, right? And I'll share it very like, it's just an idea. But in my mind, chick, like I got everything. I got all the systems set up. I got my market. I got my designs. My brain moves so fast. And I know for people that are listening, especially women, I'm not trying to call the guys out, but for especially women, do our brains or do not our brains move extremely fast? My brain moves so fast that not to knock my husband off, he just can't keep up, right? I love him. I love him and he's the most intelligent person I know, but he can't keep up with the protections that I've already instilled on the ideas that I have. He also doesn't really understand that I am like a risk taker. Now, this is somebody who literally, just because he likes, drives down a quarter mile track at 170 miles per hour in eight seconds and still can't really comprehend taking the business risks that I can take. You see, because as much as there are risks in each world, I can't force my husband to understand. So I already know that I have to create boundaries with my success. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. (laughs) Overall, I also create boundaries, not just with my personality, not just with my success, but I also create a lot of boundaries with my husband when it comes to choices. And now this may seem also similar to success, but I think a lot about my next move and the moves that I want to make. Like I analyze them in my brain and I think about very quickly, but when I say like I analyze them, like it's not like a three day or a week process. Like it's literally 10 minutes. I make decisions very, very quickly. And when I think about the things that I want to do, I have the type of, we've created the type of relationship where I'm not necessarily asking my husband for permission. I'm telling my husband that I'm doing something and seeing if there are any blockages that I haven't thought about. So when I think about boundaries with my choices, let me give you an example, like Two weeks ago, I flew to Arizona, right? And so before I clicked purchase flight, I did call my husband to tell him that I wanted to take a flight for a day and a half to Arizona to do some work for Empanada Chica to see if the strategy that I wanted to develop over there really could work and that it would be a sustainable business. Because if it wasn't, I didn't want to put time and effort into something and then when the numbers didn't make sense. And I also am not... Um, a food product expert and I wanted to work with somebody for a day and a half to tell me if the product that I've created for the last two years would even work and so I called my husband ring he was like hello (laughs) and I was like hey babe um how's it going and if I ever ask my husband how he's doing he knows I'm about to ask him or tell him something really big right so he's like what's up and I was like, oh, I just wanted to tell you that I want to go um, to Arizona over the weekend. And I wanted to know if we had anything going on 
And he's like, what are you going for? And I was like, oh, I'm going for what I just told you about empanada chica, yada, yada, yada. And I wanted to know, um, you know, do I got to set up babysitting or do you got it? Like, are you okay? What are you doing this weekend? I know it's last minute. Mind you, it's Thursday and I want to fly out Saturday. (laughs) So he's like, oh, well, Saturday I got to go drop off my engine to go do something. And I was like, all right, bet. Well, I'll take care of the kids and I'll make sure that I book a flight that Saturday night instead of Saturday during the morning. And I said, anything that you want to talk about? How do you feel about this? And his exact response, I remember he took a deep breath in and he took a deep breath out and he said, I don't understand it and I don't really like the way it makes me feel, but I trust that you know what you're doing. So do what you got to do. And in that moment, I remember setting a boundary with my husband and realizing that I couldn't save every single feeling that he had. And I think plenty of times in relationships, we get caught up in the savior complex where we want to fix and unpack and fix all of their emotions because they don't align with what we want. And what you need to understand is that that's more about having control. You want your partner to feel something. You want your partner to feel a certain way about a decision that you're going to make. You want them to think a certain way and be on the same page. And what I came tonight to remind you of is that sometimes your partner ain't going to be on the same page as you. And sometimes it's just enough for them to say, I don't understand, but I trust and I love you. And same goes for you. You understand? There are plenty of things that my husband has done, including driving 170 miles per hour down a racetrack that I don't understand. And to be honest with you, to be brutally or just not brutally, but to be like openly, openly honest with you, I actually don't go to many race car events because I can't take it all in. (laughs) I have to set a boundary even with that right? I love him. Like this is a race hoodie right here. Like I love him. I'll buy everything. Like I will be at whatever event he wants me to go to. But two things, I find it extremely dangerous. I don't understand it. And it's also really boring. So I only go maybe like three times in a season and the season is like six, seven months. Like it's a while, right? And so what you need to understand is that the more that you allow the spirit of control to come into play when you're getting ready to make a decision or a choice and you're trying to make your husband or your partner feel the same way you feel or feel as excited as you do, you're trying to control the situation. You're then trying to control the relationship. You're then trying to control the marriage. (coughs) Excuse me. And what I want to offer you in that moment is to release that controlling spirit and just be. If your partner doesn't share the same excitement as you, that's okay. I'm not saying like, you know, fudge your partner, like forget about them. I'm just saying you can't force everybody to feel the same way you do. And for a long time, a lot of relationships, we focus so much on we're a team. And because we're a team, everybody has to be the same way and feel the same way. Nah, I can be on a team and understand that I got to do my part for the bigger goal for the bigger vision, but I don't got to be as excited as fulano and mengano are. You think, let me get, let me me just give you a little point of reference when it comes to my choices, right? 
my husband isn't as excited as I am when it comes to certain things. And I've learned over the years to not overcomplicate that because his like, ah, is my like, ah. <laughs> and half the time I'm like, you okay? Are you excited? So like, yeah, this is me being excited. But that is really him being himself. And so who am I to change him? Which is why I have boundaries when it comes to the choices that I make and when it comes to delivering the message and having the confidence to tell him that I want to do something, that I'm going to do something and I'm just wondering if there's anything that I'm missing that I should be doing so I could do the thing that I want to do. You understand? So listen, I really, really hope. Oh, let me share my therapy story. So our therapist this week, oh dang, where are my post-its? Our therapist this week talked about the psychology of self-assurance. So in our session this week, our therapist talked about our own personal confidence with our own self-assurance and making our own decisions. And what you define success as. That while as a couple, you may see yourself as a unit, can you still have success as a unit while only one of you is actually doing something? Okay, let me re-explain that. How can you still feel successful in your relationship when you may not be actively doing something. And so to dig deeper into the psychology of self-assurance, how self-assured are you with your life, with the decisions that you're making, right? It was it was pretty deep. And I just wanted to share that with you when it came to boundaries and choices and things of that nature. And I just really hope this helps somebody tonight. Um, I... I love my husband so much. I also know that in my marriage, I have lost myself. Not currently, but in the past. I have gotten caught up in wanting to do everything together. I have been caught up in wanting us to be on the same page all the time. I've been caught up in wanting us to do a certain thing by a certain day, by a certain time, by a certain way, in a certain color, by a certain size, (laughs) in whatever format. And that is me being controlling, if I'm being honest. In those controlling ways is how I lost myself, right? Because I got so caught up with this idea that I thought marriage was without really realizing about one and two. This is my therapist who's been telling this us, telling this to us for TJ six, so five, five and a half years. Ready? In your marriage, this is what my therapist tells us, there are one and two. Numero uno is that you love each other. And numero dos is that you are committed to your marriage. That's it. Literally, it's that simple. So whenever we show up to therapy and we are bickering about anything during our session, our therapist asks us, where is one and two? One, do you love one another? And two, Are you committed to this marriage? Boundaries with my husband. Me setting boundaries with my husband is me being committed to this marriage. 
because I'm also committed to myself. Very deep. Okay, listen, if you have found that you are freaking lost in all of these responsibilities of being a wife, being a mom, having your career, whatever it is that you got caught up in, I want to help you get your freaking life back. If you feel like I'm the coach for you, book a sales call with me, go to the link in my bio on Instagram where I primarily live and apply for us to work together. You understand? I want to help you get your authenticity back. I want to help you be the main character of your life. I want to help you get off the autopilot. You don't deserve to be there and God doesn't want you to be there. All right. Let me pray as I usually do for let's I'm just going to pray for our relationships. All right, here we go. Father God, we thank you so much for this time that we get to have together. Jesus, I know that you created marriage, partnership and relationships in your image as you have done with us individually. I first want to just take a second to repent for anything that I've done and anything that anybody else feels like they need repenting about. And I give you all the thanksgiving, Lord. Um, But I really want to pray for marriages today. There is so much junk on TV, in music, in commercials, in ads, on fake Instagram posts of how relationships should be, of how we should have our weddings, of the clothes that we should wear, of how the first perfect date should be, of how our anniversary should be run, Lord. And I just really... I really want you to give the couples today that are listening peace. I want you to give them the fulfillment of your love so that they can understand that the void that they are feeling from their marriage not looking a certain way is more about them than it is about the stuff. And the stuff, I mean the house, the car, the kids, the groceries, the financial planning, whatever it is, we just get caught up so much in the stuff. And listen, I like me a good wedding. But what I really want couples to understand is that the real work and the real focus should be on the marriage, that the spinning out in your brain shouldn't be about making decisions about one day for four hours. It should be about making decisions of a lifetime. And so, Lord, I ask that you lead us. Lead us into making clear decisions. Lead us into having patience in our marriage. Lead us into having grace with our partners. And lead us into even creating the boundaries necessary that we need to have so that we don't become lost and get on autopilot. I ask that you bless the families listening tonight. Bless their homes. Keep their children safe, Father God. I ask that you even give keep their bank accounts safe, Lord. I know so many of us with the holidays coming, we just want to spend, spend, spend. And I'm not, I'm not saying that you shouldn't spend. I'm just saying that we should continuously be good stewards of our money, as you call us to be. Protect our careers, protect our jobs, protect our environments, and most of all, protect our brains. I thank you so much, Lord, for the unconditional love that you give us. I ask that you continue blessing our relationships and our marriages and our friendships that we have out there as we continue to serve and build community and have fellowship with each other and to remind everybody that church, thank you, Jesus, for this word, church is just a building. The real church is what stirs up in your heart. Mm, Thank you, Jesus. 
I love you so much. We love you so much. And all of God's children tonight said, amen. All right. Thank you so much. As I said before, I primarily live on Instagram or TikTok at Karina F. Daves. And if you feel led to work with a coach like me, please feel free to book a sales call at the link in my bio on Instagram. Visit my website, KarinaFDaves.com. And if you're in Jersey, hit up Empanada Chica with a K for Karina um, and order your batch as we're going to go live in, uh, next week for our holiday of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. All right. Te adoro con todo mi corazón. I love you so much. Have an awesome week. Ciao. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure you subscribe to it, leave me a review, and share it with all of your amigos. Do whatever you want with it, but know that this podcast is specifically made for you, for you to feel seen, for you to feel heard. It's all for you, mama. Te quiero con todo mi corazón.